Hey, welcome back, survivors, to another edition of Surviving the Badge. We appreciate all y'all being here. Thanks for tuning in. This is going to be part two of our Casey Anthony case that we're talking about. We're going to go into more of the trial and this and that here in a little bit. Um, special guest is back with us for this show, John. John, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. John, in case you missed the last show, John is a 30-year retired veteran police officer with a local sheriff's office here. He also did four years in the U.S. Army. Thank you for your service, sir. And he has a lot of insight, and he worked in the county right next to where this case happened. So he, you know, knows some of the players possibly, or, you know, is a little closer to the case as far as ground level than we were. Um, but we'll get his insight and talk about the show. John, we have a beer moment, we my brother. A beer moment. All, All right. right. Well, beer, beer moment. moment is brought to you by uh, Kenny's Grocery, located at 1792 on French Avenue in Orange City. Stop by, they have plenty of beers. Stop by and let them know that you saw about them on our show. Um, right. So tonight we're going to try Upslope or a Belgian style blonde. Right. By Upslope Brewing Company. And it's a Belgian style blonde ale brewed with guava. Out of Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, go. Colorado. And it's, it's a Belgian style blonde. So, so when you're having your French fries with mayonnaise. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what TV show was based out of Boulder? Mork and Mindy. There you go. Good job. Ding, 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 ding. I win. Yay. And Mork and Mindy is a spinoff of what show? Oh, God. Mork was on it. Um, all right, good. Happy Days. Happy Days. That's right. Yes, Happy Days. Which actually is a spinoff of what show? Uh, it doesn't matter. Love American Style. Yeah. Just so you know, I am a fountain of useless information. Yeah. Just so you know. And so. all that information you just gave me, now I've got to boot something that was probably worthwhile out to store that. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're not going to forget Thanks. that anyway. Yeah, no. So anyway, mm. let's get to the beer moment. I give this, I really like it a lot. And look, it has like little pieces of something in the bottom. I don't know if y'all like can Wava see that. Or maybe it's gold. I don't know. No, I don't think y'all can see that. Maybe it's Colorado. Could it be a little cannabis? Uh, maybe, but I'm gonna. I like this. I'm gonna give this an eight point five. I like it a lot. It's actually pretty good. John, down there in the end, what do you think, there, brother? Easy drinking, refreshing. Yes, I'm gonna go eight five. There you go. John in the middle. I might as well just copy you all and say I'm, I'm gonna give it a nine. It's a good beer. No, copy us would be an eight point five. I said I'm gonna. Oh, top. I thought you said copy. Yes. Oh, he's going to top us. Mm. Yeah. So we're talking to 8.75. I like it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I like the beer. It's good. It's smooth drinking. Never had it before. Good deal. And it's a hell of a lot cheaper than the other one. I'd like to thank our other sponsors, Kristen and Tom Clem of Exit Advantage Realty. If you guys are looking to buy a home, sell a home, you want to call these folks. Their number's right here because they are absolutely fantastic. Um, they helped John with his house when he sold. They had it sold in, what, two days after the listing? Two, two days. three days? Yeah, two days. I mean, they are amazing folks. Um, another sponsor is uh, Clem Investment Properties. 
Um, it's Tom's Tom's company. Tom is a current law enforcement officer, and he um, was a Marine, is a Marine, sorry, always a Marine. He's a veteran Marine, United States Marine Corps, and he is he was actually John's boss for a little while. Yep. Fantastic guy. If you're looking to make a quick sale, cash sale, Tom can take care of you. His information is right here. And all of the information for our sponsors is down below in the description. Their phone numbers, email addresses, everything is there. Last but not least, CNR Constructors. That's who I work for. They are a general contractor in Central Florida, and they specialize in commercial and residential build-outs, renovations, and remodels. And they're also, hopefully by the end of the year, we will have some spec homes, and they are going to become a home builder. These guys have been in business, family-owned and operated. They are fantastic. And the owner, him and I have been best friends since we're 17 years old. Anybody that stayed friends with me that long has got to be a pretty good guy because I'm an asshole. Yeah, anyway. I'm, I'm starting to rethink my thoughts on yeah, that. Anyway, yeah, so exactly. And I don't blame him. Yeah, All right. So, John, we have the second part of this show. I see we have a lot of names up here. These names are going to ring true to a lot of people. Let's let's dive into the trial because last show we kind of well, talked about you know the arrest was made and this and that. Do you want to throw out the trivia question first? Absolutely, go okay, for so it. So the trivia question. So we're not going to mention her name during this show, but it's kind of relevant. Where's the sticker? Oh, um, it's a classic sticker. It does not look like the I logo downstairs. The logo right here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wow, those are some hellacious stairs. I know. Are they like a spiral? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Anyway, it doesn't look like this one. Show them, John. It's the classic sticker. All right, go ahead with the question. Okay, so. I will edit all that shit out. Not the stairs, though. That was good. Okay. That was some good stuff. (laughs) Um, So, in the Casey Anthony trial, which I'm sure many of you watched, um, there was a defense brought in a forensic botanist as an expert witness. What was her name? The first person to answer correctly in the comments of our YouTube video will get a classic Surviving the Badge sticker. Classic, classic, classic. And we're almost out of them, guys. I think we only got maybe about 25 left, and then they're gone forever. And then it'll be, bing, it'll be this one right here. Okay, so if you want your sticker, you need to jump on here and answer pretty quick. It's a classic because you know this show is going to go viral. There's going to be millions of viewers. You know, Joe Rogan, you're going to be old news. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Joe Rogan's going to be sucking. You know, who, who's Joe Rogan? That, that probably going to forget who Elon Musk is. He's got some pretty cool cars. Though. Rogan's oh, yeah. going to be sucking hind tit. To surviving the badge, and you can tell him we said that. <laughs> All right. All right. If you don't know what that means, look it up, children. Look it up. Actually, this video is not made for kids. Sorry. All right. Here we go. Okay. So after our last episode, we we left on the cliffhanger mm-hmm. that Casey Anthony was charged with. Or your pen. Sure. Go ahead. He was. She was charged with. First degree murder. Got first it right here. First degree murder. Um, first degree murder. 
Aggravated child abuse. Ag manslaughter. Aggravated manslaughter and four counts of false information to a law enforcement order officer. Okay, so, so this trial was, or this case was all the news in Central Florida and actually pretty much most of the country, but certainly all of Florida and mm-hmm. the Southeast. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, I mean, because I was actually watching more national news, and I think it was more, you know, there were still Casey well, Anthony. You know, we, were, we were, you know, just after the surge in Iraq, so um, mm-hmm. uh, tough times. Yeah, it was. Tough times. It was, it was tough. Places. It was really tough. Yeah, second battle of Baghdad was going on. Right. Yeah. Tough times. Yeah, so, big time. So anyway, so the defense requests a change in venue. Right. Which is fairly typical. Yes. For a trial with a lot of press coverage. Yeah, high-profile cases, I mean, it it becomes almost the norm now to move them out of their jurisdiction that's happening, you know, where it happened. Well, that's the the casualty of the information age. Right, absolutely. We we are fire-hosed information. We'll try to find 12 people that haven't heard about this or read about it. Oh, my God. Yeah, if they're over the age of 25... Guarantee it'd be hard to find five. So yeah, it's difficult. For, yeah, for uh, finding a, a jury. Yeah, it really so, is. So, um, the judge assigned to the case was Judge Belvin Perry. Yep, remember him. And he made an unusual decision. He said that he will accept a change in venue motion, which means that. Jury has to be from outside of Orange Osceola County because that's where the the venue was, Orange and Osceola County. Right. Circuit. That judicial circuit. So he said, "I'm going to go to we went to Hillsborough County." Yeah, I think it was. For sure, it was south of here, southwest of here. It was either Hillsborough or Pinellas. Yeah. Because the other thing is, it's also got to be a related or a similar type jurisdiction. Okay, so he couldn't go to Dixie County. Yeah, where they have Florida, where they have three thousand residents in the entire county. Absolutely. No, so it's got to be a similar makeup. Right. So he went to, I believe, it was Hillsborough County. Yeah, that's Hillsborough would be right. close. That's yeah, they would be close. Large population. So that's yeah. where Tampa right. would be. Um, but he said, "I'm going to take the jury from Hillsborough, and we're going to transport them to Orange County." And he held the trial in Orange County. Yep. So he put all these jurors up in a hotel, which isn't actually very unusual for a high-profile case. A lot of times they're sequestered. Yeah, they're sequestered. Like yep. But it, it was an unusual way to do the change of venue. So have you ever been called for called and actually went and sat on a jury since you were a police officer? No. John? No, I've no. Called, no why, I, I have <laughs> been... Summoned for jury duty, I get I get summoned like it once a, once a year. It was funny. I got summoned while I was currently still a police officer, and I called. They said you have to call on Monday, to, you know, to see if they're going to call you in because that's when they you know make their decision. I called and I go, um, yeah, I'm a police officer and have been for like 25 years, and uh, you you still want me to show up? Well, yes, this is a civil trial, so it has no bearing on you being a, a law enforcement officer. I said okay, so showed up on Monday. Both attorneys looked at each other and they said, why is he here? And I said, well, they told me to be here. And they said, we're really sorry. We we both excuse, agree, yeah, you're out of here. See ya. 
I mean, they didn't want me on the. You know, that's they didn't unfortunate, want me on it. though, if you think about the flip well, side of the coin. It would have been cool. I wanted to sit on it. I, I love to sit on it. It would have been cool. I had a different reason. Is, is, you know, we, we, uh, we defend the innocent. Absolutely, and, we do. And so we're just being thrown in a giant basket. Of yeah. I think I would have been a hell of a juror. I would have looked at it a lot differently than, um, you know, yeah. Joe Diddley well, over here that doesn't know shit about nothing. See, one of the things is attorneys want people who are able to be molded. And yeah, swayed either way, reason. absolutely. Yeah, so no, I, I agree with that. The reason why I was never summoned for jury duty, because... Couldn't hold your water? No, I, I, I live in one <laughs> county, but worked in a separate county. And I used my address for where I worked for my license, my driver's license, which yeah. is the yeah. in Florida. So did, so did I. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to do that anymore. Well, I literally would have to, because I would get summoned in the county I work in, because that's where my address is. The driver's license here would pull that up, and it would say, you know, I have to work in Seminole County, or I have to go to jury duty in Seminole County. I'm like, I cannot sit on a jury in Seminole County because I'm not a Seminole County resident. Yep. I don't live there. All right, so the prosecution jumps in with their opening statements. Well, you, you kind of covered some of that. And then she was charged with, and they're going for the death penalty. Right. Okay, so the, the trial starts off with a bang. The uh, prosecution was not too exciting. It basically said, you know, Casey Anthony is a young mother who really has no use for a child. and Party girl. She's a party girl. She wants to be partying, shopping, drinking, doing whatever. So that that's their justification as to why Casey Anthony killed Kate. And they actually had video of her after her child was reported as missing. Actually out shopping like it was just another day, just another shopping spree. You know, whatever. I got to tell you, dude, if my kid was missing, there I would not, probably wouldn't even sleep, let alone be out shopping for clothes and screwing around. I'm sorry. It just wouldn't happen. Would not happen. It's amazing. This is how social media, how everyone, you know, everyone in her circle. They were, Come to bat for her? Well, they were, uh, yeah, some, some were, some won't. Yeah, you know, but 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 social media, how how it works. Yeah, how how you're as a citizen of this country in modern times, your digital footprint can be used for you and sometimes against you. Yeah, That's for sure. Right. Just saying, for sure. But just so you know, you're now part of this digital footprint. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. So yeah, and we know that you are on this date and time here That's with us. And I am associated commingling. That's true. That's true. And that is one of the reasons, though, why we like to recruit retired officers or retired law enforcement to be on the show, not current, because we may or may not say things that people agree with, and based on current society, who knows what's acceptable two weeks from now. Absolutely. All right, so the defense, Jose Baez. Okay, so prosecution opening statement. Not too exciting, basically kind of what we all figured it would be. Jose Baez. Okay, Jose Baez, I believe it took him more than three times to become a member of the bar, to get accepted into the bar. 
Um, most people think that you pass the bar exam. He's a bad, bad test taker. Well, no, 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 no. He passed the bar, the written test, on his first shot. There is actually a um, an ethics portion of the bar. You have to be actually accepted into the bar, right? You know, so he had bankruptcy. Hmm. He had multiple issues with him where the the bar said, "Eh, no." Who's that guy from the TV show on Netflix? Oh, Better Call Saul. So he was great in that movie. Kind of sound. Oh, he was awesome. Kind of sounds like Better Call Saul. Oh, I, oh, well, oh, Mr. Bias. So, so <laughs> I'm not anyway. saying he's a criminal, um, but I mean a little shady, you yeah, know, a little, yeah, little stuff I, going I on there. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're not alleging anything ethical or no, anything absolutely criminal not. or anything no. like that. I was not aware of that. Until just issues very of just issues of yeah, but she she had some ethics. Well, she wasn't who was it? What was the other attorney? Cheney? Cheney Mason? Yeah. He was on there, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was part Cheney of their team. Cheney Mason was recruited. This is really good beer, by the way. Cheney Mason was recruited because Jose Baez, according to Florida guidelines, or. He was um, not in the tier. He was not in the of tier. attorneys to deal with death penalty cases. Correct. So he had to recruit so he Cheney was Mason. He was co counsel with Cheney Mason, right. who was in that tier. And he thinks his doo-doo doesn't stink. Cheney or... I, Cheney. I have went up against him numerous times in criminal trials and all, and he thinks his doo-doo doesn't stink. And maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But he always come across as I'm that. I'm fairly confident. I'm a does. badass. I'm just saying. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> hey, that's my personal opinion. You think it might stink? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't spend in... This is not a reference to his legal abilities. So, I'm just saying. I'm so sure. I'm, he's oh no, he's thing. he is one hell of an attorney, but he just comes across with that "I'm holier than thou" kind of uh, you know projection when he have, walks in the room. Well, they all. have to have a uh, bravado. They have to have a persona in the courtroom. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, and it might be vastly different it, than how he is, but I, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, everything I, is about. I never hung out with him. I don't either. Exactly. He didn't want us around when he was out having a beer or whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, there, but there are many defense attorneys and prosecutors that you you do know outside of the courtroom, and they're actually very good people, you know, and they're friendly to law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. You know, many defense attorneys are like, you know, anytime you need a defense attorney, yeah. if you I do, a couple, couple judges. Yeah, so. come come see us. We'll we'll take care of you because they, yeah. Defense attorneys have a job. They have a role in our defense criminal continuum. Justice system. Justice system. And, right. you know, and there there is a role for them. So, I mean, whatever they do on the stand or do to you on the stand, it's not personal. Right. That's their right. job. That's why you got you to gotta come with your A game. You got to have all everything together. Right. All right. So, what did Baez allege? Okay. So, Jose Baez, on his opening statement, first he says Kaylee drowned in the family pool and George tried to cover it up. Cover up an accidental death, which personally I don't think is too far from what actually happened. Personally, but we we have no way to prove that. Um, then he alleged that George molested Casey Anthony, um, which caused her to, you know, basically so casually lie to law enforcement and things like that, and 
that Ray Kronk, referenced earlier, the one who told law enforcement, there's a bag over there that's kind of suspicious. Apparently he called multiple times. Um, but he's the one who pointed out the bag to law enforcement. He said that, you know, Jose Baez said, Ray Kronk found Kaylee's body and planted it in the woods, which makes zero sense whatsoever, in my opinion, unless unless he was in cahoots with her and they were good friends or lovers or who knows. Okay, well. Then it would make sense, I think. No, but, but I don't no, know if no, it no, is. No, no, that wouldn't make any sense anyway. Why? Well, why would you make it sound? Covering. Why? But wouldn't it be a better case to defend if there's nobody? Is yeah, but he knows it's going to be found. He put it out there. He knows they it's going to be found. Her. She's going to trial. No, it's what tough. I'm saying is, is that's when he tough, initially that's called. A tough, tough nexus to. Uh, yeah, when he make. called, he was covering shit up, saying, oh, well, they're going to find it anyway. We might as well say it's over here. But now he's saying that he planted it. So, I mean, who do you believe? You know, do you believe this guy, Ray Kronk? That said, hey, I found the damn body. I, I think he's believable. I mean, he well, found I mean, the body. I don't, I don't think there's any. But I don't think Baez, I think Baez is just trying to oh, cast yeah. doubt. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Which is his job. That's what he's doing. He's casting doubt. But you're also not supposed to just throw out wild theories just because, well, it's possible without any evidence to. But this support. is his opening statement, so he can right. basically say whatever the hell he wants. Yes, Short but, of you're a murderer. But he's supposed to do it, and we will support this allegation with evidence. Well, and there lies the problem with this entire trial, right? Exactly, because nobody brought any evidence to the trial. So Simon Birch, he's the manager of the tow company. Right. And he says he smelled an odor from a car consistent with previously towed cars with dead bodies. Okay, is that evidence? It's what we would call a clue. Absolutely. But it's not evidence. It is not evidence. It's like, yeah. Because it cannot be substantiated that what he smelled in the past was actually dead bodies because nobody that can actually substantiate what he's saying was brought into trial and say, yeah, we both smelled it and it was a dead person. Yeah, so, but, but you can't even say, you know, marijuana used to have a unique odor. Yeah, well, now hemp smells just like it when it burns. Exactly. <laughs> and hemp is legal in the state of Florida. Marijuana is not yet. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, but, Coming. <laughs> but does a dead body have a decomposing body, a decompo- decomposing human body, have a distinct, unique smell? Different than? Different than? Like roadkill. Correct. Okay. There is... Uh, I'm sure there's a field of endeavor studying that. Well, I, I would, I would venture to say that it probably does. However, he's not trained in being able to differentiate between human human decomposition and, and bovine animal decomposition. Decom- okay. You know, his nose is not trained on that. But there are chemicals involved. And part of that chemical is 
Oh, never mind. You got it down here. I, I will. I will hold off on that because it's down in your notes. What that chemical is and what, how it registers. I'll wait on that. Mm. All right, Simon Birch. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, Who's this guy's on. name? Arpod Voss of Ooh. the Oak Ridge National Lab. Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Yes. Famous for the Manhattan Project. But it's also, I believe, it is the body factory. Right? Is that or the body farm is what they call it? I, I know Oak Ridge. Because That's where they have the insects and all. And yeah, they, yeah. And they, they, they bury bodies yeah. in different levels of. How long it takes an insect right. to so what they're trying to, to do. chew on the body at what right. stage and all that? Yeah, they study it. Mm. You know, I'm at a disadvantage. Hey, he got rid of the stairs. No, it was at the top of the landing. Oh, yeah. oh that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew that was going to happen. Like, oh shit! I guess it's at the top of the landing. So he says, shockingly, what? Shockingly high amounts of chloroform in the trunk. The next day, the FBI scientists compare it to the level that's in household cleaners, and it's really not that big a deal. So what they're saying is, is, is what he was trying to say by, or what they were trying to pull out by him saying that there were shockingly high levels of chloroform, is that chloroform was possibly used to knock out Kaylee. And then you know dispose of right. the body. So go ahead. Right. So there he makes one one team makes an inference. Right. And then the other team dispels. And it's funny because well, the FBI. It was the FBI. Yeah, the FBI says no, no more than found in household cleaners. It was okay. Just the next witness and defense was able to get him to say. Well, there we go. I'm at a disadvantage in these matters, of course, because. Uh, 28 of my 30 years, I was spent at night. So, yeah, most of the uh, uh, trial, most of the trials are not night court with Marky Post, God rest her soul. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were sleeping through half of I this was, trial. Uh, yes, I was in my sarcophagus. Uh, yes, because my batteries you were working from 6 to the, 6, and the that's next evening's endeavor. 6 p.m. till 6 a.m. So, correct. yeah. So, when the night crawlers are out, this is correct. <laughs> Here we are. So who's this software designer? Um, I, I, I didn't write down his name. No, but I mean, what did he have to say? Well, this is a crazy thing. He, he stated someone searched for chloroform 84 times in other terms like head injuries, ruptured spleen, yep. chest trauma, internal bleeding Yep. on the family computer. Now, the family computer, I don't know if you remember, all the way back to 2008, when not everyone had their own personal smartphone, tablet, you know. They had, they had a desktop. They had a desktop. Not a tablet. With right. with probably half of them still maybe had AOL dial-up. AOL, yeah, yeah, dial-up. You've okay. got mail. So the entire family <laughs> I think shared. I had air when that came out. Yeah. <laughs> it was Adam. When the yeah. entire family shared the computer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, okay. remember if somebody picked up the phone while you were trying to dial in and oh, get on the internet? God, and somebody no. picked up the phone to use it, it cut your connection, and you're like, no! <laughs> we had to get two lines. We had to get two lines, right. one just for the computer and one right. for the phone. Just yeah, it was crazy. Delete your browsing history. Yeah, for so sure. Go um, so go so, ahead. So anyway, on the family computer shared by George Anthony, Cindy Anthony, Casey Anthony, Casey's brother, 
I'm not going to say because that was a trivia question for the last last show. Mm. Um, and even potentially Kaylee, because they, they, I mean, they had things that you could look up online. Yeah, you know, right. kids could watch stuff. kids games. Right. You know, so so any one of them could have been the ones who searched on the family computer. Yeah. So, but 84 times for chloroform. So you know what they're 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 inferring. You know, the, the, well, yeah, I mean, who's going to do it? Chloroform has always been, you know, now I'm generationally challenging myself. Uh, Mission Impossible, original one, Peter Graves. Uh, they would use chloroform soaked in a rag, and they would put, Oof, put people about down. About yeah. seconds? Exactly. And they would knock them out. So, uh, perfect. Similar yeah. to ether, before that age, when the dentist used that as a... To anesthetize exactly. someone to put them under. Exactly. Ether dripped on a cloth and it was, you know, That's right. you breathed it and bam. You breathe in the fumes yep. and, and uh, you are. Uh, now we use it to start engines. <laughs> That's true. So, anyway, this software designer, expert witness, then revised his testimony and said, oh, well, there's only one site related to chloroform. But what's funny is he never said. But there wasn't any of the searching for injuries, ruptured spleen, chest trauma, well, you know, internal not, bleeding. That wasn't, that wasn't numerized how many times. But I'm saying he didn't come back and say, oh, well, those weren't on there either. Right. So right. those right. stayed. Well, you know, I think the, the interesting point is as soon as, ladies and gentlemen, that flows out to the jury. Yeah. The judge can say, I, I ask you to discard those last comments, but the. It's, it's it's right here. The seeds planted. Absolutely, right. and that's why they burst up and they say crap. And there's objection. You'll you'll uh, um, disregard. Strike that last statement. Yeah, strike that last statement. You disregard everything that right. was said. Bullshit. They do that on purpose so that, that shit is out in the court Dang. and they heard it. Absolutely. But, Good by point. The same token on the flip side, when the witness says it was searched for eighty four times, astonishingly eighty four times. Hmm. And then they come back and say, "Well, well, okay, yeah, actually, it was only one one site was visited." I'm surprised he wasn't indicted immediately uh, on the stand and treated as hostile. Yeah, because of the, they would have, would have they should have big difference between right. one and eighty four. Right, really go I mean, after him. Jesus, that's just, crazy. So, so you what can't I'm throw stuff out like that. No, you can't. Not no. expect to have. See, no. now I'm talking about dilatory effect on the jury. Yes, you know, first witness. Simon Birch, not an expert witness, can't really mm-hmm. rely on what he's saying. He's, I mean, he's probably not lying, you know, about the odor of the dead body. You know, and mm-hmm. I've No, cars, he's got no reason to I've lie. Got, I've towed cars with dead bodies in before him, and it, sounds, it smells the same. He's probably telling the truth, but it's not evidence. And you can't prove it. You can't prove it. Okay. Um, our, our pod Voss, you know, the, the body form, shockingly high levels of chloroform. They say an FBI agent says, eh, scientists, they're going to do FBI scientists. Yeah. Eh, it's not too high. Now you got the software designer shockingly 84 times. Well, no, actually it was only one site that was visited. So, so now, now we're seeing consistency of. Prosecution witnesses 
overstating, overstating what has happened. So what does Cindy have to say about the chloroform? Okay, well, then Cindy An- Cindy Anthony, which I, I made reference to this in the last show because her statements changed. Cindy Anthony, who was the reporting party for Kaylee going missing, right, and said, I mean, she she was at the the appearance, the outset of this investigation. She was like so angry with Casey and all that stuff. She's like. Um, actually, I'm only search for chloroform on the computer, which now justifies the, like I said, it was a family computer, so anyone in the family could have searched for it, and she's like, I did. Okay, so... And why did she? Well, they didn't get into that, because it didn't matter, because the defense got her to say that. Oh, you had something in your notes here. Okay, but... Um, she searched on the computer and said... Oh, and then she said the stain in the trunk. Oh, the stain. Okay, got it. Allegedly came, or that was in the car when they bought it. Yeah, I did read that. Okay. When I was doing my research. So, first she So said, now she's backing off of her freaking right. story when she called the cops originally and said, Right. I smell something that smells like a damn dead body, and there's a stain in the freaking trunk. Yeah. And you know who got to her? Freaking George. Yeah. The old man. All right. So then, so 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 that was basically the, the prosecution. What a case. tangled web we weave. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so so that was basically the uh, kind of like the Gabby Petito that, case. Hmm. Well, yeah. With the son and the parents, and yeah. Okay. So then, you know that that was a combination of the prosecution, defense, witnesses. I didn't. Go into all the witnesses and all that stuff because it's not. We'd be no, here for three hours, guys, yeah, and we need to, you know. We but just basically, what I was saying is the prosecution witnesses were all overstating what happened, and the defense witnesses, most of them, were able to chip holes in whatever the prosecution was able to say. Well, this is a valid point. Am I, mm-hmm. Is that fair? Of course, one team is uh, propping up and the other one is tearing down. Yeah, but the propping so, up is, so, you know, they're, they're tearing down their own kids. Uh, okay, so then we get to the closing arguments. Okay, and the prosecution basically said the same thing. You know, Casey Anthony did not want to be a mother. Defense stated there, defense stated there was a lack of evidence to prove the case. Hmm. You said you didn't get a chance to watch the case. I watched parts of it. Okay. Um, and Recounts. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What I was putting on my so, hero. So what do you think? <laughs> what do I think? What do I think of the trial? Yeah. I think she was overcharged. Okay. Murder one, premeditation. Yeah. Did they, did they even come close to having the evidence at any point, do you think, to be charged at? On murder one. Murder one, to me, is premeditated. I think the reason why they charged murder one is... out for it. Yeah, because of the duct tape and everything else made them feel like that this was planned and they did it on purpose and they knew what they were doing because they duct taped her mouth and her nose. I think that's probably why. And I totally agree with you, absolutely. But I think in, in my... Just my thought pattern was... You've got a dead child. 
You got the mother who acts like she just doesn't give a shit. Um, all this other stuff going on, and then they find the body, and it's got remnants of the duct tape. I think they probably said, you know what? Let's go for the gusto. And 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 I think that they did this far too soon. I think they did not put their case together well enough and get all of their doo-doo in a bag, get everything together, sit down with several other big-name prosecutors and say, this is what we got. What do you think? What else do we need? They didn't do all that. I think they went off half-cocked, and didn't Dr. William Bodden was he involved in this case? No, he was involved in the other case that he who shall not be named. Oh, yeah. The Z Man. Yeah, who lived in our city. Oh yeah, he was involved in that. But oh. I just think that I think it was That's a another verboten. I think it was a yeah, poor gotcha. Gotcha. job on the prosecution's part to put together a case that was airtight and that they could not have weaseled out of with their little experts and their little, you know, well, it could have been this, could have been that. I just think they jumped the gun. I think the public pressure and everything got to them, and I think they jumped the gun on this. You know, but but go ahead and continue with what you think she should have been charged with and what your thoughts are if if she was, if you think that she... Committed an act of homicide or manslaughter, or if you think, you know, whatever else you think on how this happened. I think the latter. I, I think, uh, I don't think it was premeditated. I think it was uh, negligent, negligent manslaughter. I honestly. By omission. I, I think that, uh, you know, I, this, there's my, my spitball theory. Uh, so you think it was she an accident that happened the, yeah, because of she neglect? Taking, she was taking the, yeah, I think she was taking the kid out in the car. Couldn't get a babysitter or this and that. And wanted to go out and get her whatever on. And the kid in the car. Uh, I think she had too much of a good time. I think the child passed in the car due to excessive heat. She freaked out. Yeah. She she arose from her stupor. Drunken stupor or whatever it was. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. And I think at that point, and I agree, except for the method that she died, I think she actually drowned in the pool. I really do. I think Casey was in a drunken stupor, fell asleep, passed out. The kid wandered outside, bloop. And then when she found her, she called Daddy. Oh, my God, Kaylee's dead. I just pulled her out of the pool. She's dead. Or she fell off of a chair, cracked her skull. Something, of course, they didn't find any blunt force trauma to her skull or anything. Something happened to her, like what you're saying, but I don't think it was in the car. I think it was somewhere else. And I think that her dad and her devised some plan to try and get rid of the body. She put it in the car, in the bag, taped it all up. For what reason, I have still have not figured out why they taped the mouth and, and the nose and everything shut, I other than to think I, maybe she was going to come back to life and scream or something. No, I don't no, know. I, 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 here, here's my theory on that. I think one of the John Ramsey piece had. Mm. That was before that. Uh, that was in late nineties, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. But I, I, I think they may have been trying to make it a an abduction case. Yeah. Well, yeah. To make it they look like an abduction. Like an abduction. Yeah, and they had the. Uh, that makes a good. That's the, a very good point. What was the college kid down in the Caribbean? Female. Oh, oh I don't remember her name, but yeah, Matt, I know what you're talking Natalie about. Natalie Holloway. Oh, exactly. 
But yeah, I think that's a very good point. I think maybe they tried to make it look like she was abducted, so they taped her mouth shut and, and her nose and everything. But but yeah, I think it was a cover up by George and by Casey to cover up the fact that through negligence, poor Kaylee died. They didn't know what to do, so they freaked and they did whatever they did, and that's a very, very, very good um, point there. But I think we're all on the right track that she died of other means, accidental, and then they freaked, didn't know what to do, and they covered it up. But Or tried to cover it up. Here's where I think the state totally screwed up. They charged her with first-degree murder, aggravated manslaughter, manslaughter, which I think they, I think that's probably provable. I, I, I think they may have proved that at the at the trial, or at least man, man, man probably two, whatever. Just, yeah, yeah. Maybe not aggravated yeah, right. manslaughter. I think the problem is the state, and and yes, I am going to blame the state on this. Yeah, I Normally, am too. Okay, they didn't mention one frigging word. About the fact that Casey was responsible for the safety of Kaylee and screwed up that responsibility, yeah. therefore she's guilty of aggravated child abuse. And so, don't forget, she tried to blame, blame Zenaida. It doesn't matter what she tried to. No, blame. no, I'm saying. So, so her whole freaking story is is a ruse. She tried to blame somebody else. Then she said, I was here. I was yeah, there. Yeah. It's all lies. So that's you know? why, it's all lies. That's why, gentle listeners, you should read the jury instructions for the statutes. Yeah, absolutely. homicide, ag, manslaughter. Because the jury instructions tell you what need will tell you. Not the Florida State statute. The jury instructions. Yeah, tell you exactly so what. encourage the, you. Yeah. You will become a, a more informed uh, follower of our justice system. Absolutely. And a better law enforcement officer for you cops that are watching. I always had a copy of them. It was in one of those big, you know, black, big clips things, spring-loaded clip things. I always had them on my desk, in my cubicle, and I told everybody, if you ever really want to know what the elements are lined out word for word for word, instead of trying to figure out the statute, come and grab these off my desk and look them up and read them word for word, sure. and you'll never be misguided. Just so you understand what the jury instructions are, it's what the judge literally is required to read to the jury before he lets them go deliberate. Absolutely. He says, in order to find this person guilty of, of this burglary, you must establish that, one, the person entered or remained in a dwelling structure or conveyance without the owner's consent. Two. Anyway, he, he gives you know, the I mean, instructions. Yeah. Yeah. Word for word. And once yeah. inside, you know, he or she committed the... Commits an offense therein. Right. But okay. it's ironed out. I mean, there's no way you can misconstrue it. It's right. word for word for right. word for word right there. Right. But you know? my biggest argument with the Orange County Prosecutor's Office or State Attorney's Office... For this case, was they made no mention at all of child neglect, and had they just said, "Casey, you're responsible for her welfare, yep. and you screwed up," I agree. She would have gone to jail for 15 years. Totally agree. Got to prison for 15 years. Absolutely. So, so the specter of a murder one and 
those jury instructions, I, I think it was too much sauce. I think it was. Well, I think they overcharged. Well, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know, people are going to because to prove that she had a predisposition right. and a plan and everything else to right. kill this child, that is almost impossible. In this case, well, it was. It's it's impossible to prove that without her or somebody close to her saying, "Yeah, Casey talked about killing Kaylee." I mean, or right. saw her or, doing something right. or something. There, they went there's out just and, no and way. And lie and a shovel. Yeah, and, and there's no everything way to prove they that. Had, everything they had was completely circumstantial. Absolutely, that was not provable. You and know, you know what's funny? We had a case. We had a case in Lake Mary. Daryl Anton Myers. He killed a, a young lady. Her body laid in a shallow grave off of off of a right next to a plaza where we used to sit and talk for years and years and years. And they took, they had no body. Mm -hmm. And they prosecuted him. And they took first-degree murder off of the table in order to get him to tell them where the body was. And he went and told them where the body was. They found the body. And they, they got him prosecuted oh, on murder, too. Just west of uh, or east of Longwood Lake Mary? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, under that big steel plate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, well, our, it was it was a it was a tin pan basically. Well, our, yeah, our absolutely. dog found it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he took them to it and said, "This is the location. She's right back in here somewhere." And they right to it. Yep. So, without something like that, a confession, somebody saw them, somebody had them, you know, dead to rights on video, heard them talking about it, jailhouse conversation. I mean, the evidence in this case was not even close to being what you need for murder one. Not even close. No. Not even close. And they blew it. I'm, I'm sorry, the but they blew they didn't it. Introduce you Absolutely. Evidence. That is the word of the show. Overcharged, for sure. They way extended what they should have charged just, it for. Uh, so, so what was the verdict? So, well, she was found not guilty on all counts except lying to the police. Okay, she was sentenced to four years in prison and $4,000 fine. Actually, it was probably four years in county jail, because I think they were all missing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but she got time served and good behavior, so she was released on July 17, 2011. Now, we're talking about the case now. One of the reasons we're talking about it is, supposedly, Casey is going to give an interview and a tell-all statement to an undisclosed, undisclosed... Yeah, it's going to be on Netflix, I heard, or something you know, like that. Yeah. News channel or an interview or something like that. So you're going to find this in the news. And remember, you heard here first that I think all three of us agree that Haley died by accidental means. Here's the deal, though. We've talked about this in the past, double jeopardy. You cannot be charged for the same crime twice. So she was found not guilty by jury of her peers. She was released on murder one. If she goes and tells all, which she's not going to tell all, but if she goes and tells all and some reason through whatever she says, they find out something, can they then bring her to trial for murder two? No. Why? Okay, because it's the same offense. The same crime. They can't just just a know, different degree, right? They can't just okay. like, like change the. 
And they already charged her with manslaughter, so they can't charge her with that. Right. So all they can do is charge her with aggravated child neglect, no, I mean, which is a felony. Basically what they're saying is, they, you know, double jeopardy basically says you can't charge the same, same crime just differently. That's what I'm saying. Right. So all they can do is charge her with, the worst they could charge her with is aggravated child neglect, which is a felony in the state of Florida, and give but her the max. Because they've already done that. No, they didn't charge her with that. Yeah, but but they charged her for all the all the things that she did. They decided these are no, the no, no. They can charge her with that. No. Double jeopardy is you can't be charged with the same crime for the same so. offense. Yeah. Right, the same offense. That is right. not the same offense well, that they, she was they, charged uh, with. You know, they they made a judicial decision well, on these these long these long homicide cases. You can arrest people. Mm-hmm. And let him go, mm-hmm. and then you get more evidence. You can arrest them. Yeah, again. because they weren't formally charged. Right. Exactly. Right. So, uh, an arrest is not a formal indictment charge to the courts. Right. Yeah. You know, and so all the, that. the right. level of uh, interest in cold cases has gone through the ceiling. And there's actually some good shows that I encourage the listeners to watch. You'd be amazed what you can pick up. But yeah. uh, a lot of it's like an iceberg. What they can say is, is what's sticking up out of the water, but you can't see what's going on. Right. Under Absolutely. The Absolutely. So, and, and a lot of times they, uh, they investigative uh, deception. And we're allowed. Investigative deception is allowed. Absolutely. Uh, so you may uh, take... Uh, take people uh, in different directions so as to expose uh, evidence or expose their... The only thing you can't do is make up evidence and say that it is theirs, like a fingerprint, and say, this is your fingerprint, we took it off your glass, and show them something that you're saying is there. You can't do that. But you can say, hey, we got your prints. Yep, we know it's you. We got your prints. You just can't show them manufactured evidence and claim that it is theirs. You can't do that. But, yeah, absolutely. We can lie our asses off. It's always funny when you watch these movies and they say, so if I ask you, you're a cop, I know you got to tell me the truth. You can't lie. You're a cop. And the cop goes, mm-hmm. you know. I'm not a cop. Uh, I'm not a cop. Yep, he ain't a cop. He's good. You know, and then they bust him. He's like, you lied. And I'm like, yeah, hello. If we weren't allowed to lie to catch a bad guy, no one would ever be caught. Well, just don't ever lie to the FBI. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Yeah, but, exactly. Apparently what you were talking about is, Apparently, I, and I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but they're saying that they have new forensic techniques and all that stuff that they're close to the John Benet Ramsey case. Solving that? Solving that. Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, hey, what, 50, 60 years ago? I don't remember the exact year or whatever. DNA was what, not a thing. On your 21st birthday? <laughs> DNA was not a thing. And now look how many crimes, look how many innocent people have been found innocent and released from prison because of DNA. And look how many guilty people have never been caught that are now caught and put in prison. I mean, always advancements. And and I'm going to put each of you on the spot. And I hope I don't put you in a bad position, but I don't think I will. How many people did you ever take to jail? That you did not think actually committed the crime you charged with? None. Ever. None. Zero. 
And here's the deal. I, um, a, a sergeant friend of mine, um, here's he'd been retired before me, Greg, he called me up. I pulled into a hotel. There's a guy breaking into a van. I saw the guy. I took off after him. He was way faster than I. He got away. You know, we searches, blah, blah, blah. Never found him. Well, two weeks later, they get a guy, and they've got him upstairs in CID, Criminal Investigative Division, and they're interviewing him, and it matches the description of everything I put in my report. So Greg says, hey, come on up. I want you to look at this guy. See if this is the guy that you saw out there breaking into those cars, stealing all those tools. I said, sure, no problem. I come up. I look in the window. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm like, man, that's him. I know it's him. But I can't put my hand on a Bible and go in front of a court and say, yes, absolutely, that's him. I just couldn't do it. And Greg comes out and he goes, is it him? We've got him on like seven other burglaries and, and this and that. And I go, Greg, I, I want to tell you yes, brother. I said, but the guy popped up out of a car. I saw him for like three seconds and pew, he was gone. It was dark, spotlight in his face, but I, I can't be 100% sure. And he goes, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. We've got him on all this other stuff. Right. And you know, Greg went and told a whole bunch of people. He goes, let me tell you a story about R.D., and then he told that story. It made me feel good. He goes, that's how you do police work. You'll get him eventually. There's no reason to lie, manufacture evidence, or anything else. You will get them eventually. Because once a criminal, always a, well, almost always a criminal. There's exceptions. And I mean a criminal. I don't mean a speeder or freaking stole a piece of candy. I mean a real criminal, felon. And sure as hell, they got him on all seven of the other counts. And then... It came up, they got him on five other ones in the town next to us, and they finally set the prints off that we lifted off the cars I got him on. It was him. Yeah. But you know what? I felt I felt great right. as I walked out of there knowing but, but so I didn't lie. Is that you guy still I mean? in the license plate factory? Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. yeah but, he, oh, my but, God. He got 20-plus years. But yeah. Even if, even if you didn't, and that's not where I was going with it, but I appreciate your story because I, that actually adds to what I was trying to get, get said. What I'm getting at is, even if you didn't necessarily have all the probable cause you truly needed, mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you're like, I hope the state attorney files on this because I'm I'm, I'm weak, but we don't we only have to file or we only have to arrest based on probable cause, right? Not proof beyond a reasonable doubt. That's right. It's fifty one percent, ladies and gentlemen, fifty one percent. Okay, that's for the arrest, and then you gather the rest later if you know for sure it's him. But, I mean, you believe it's him. You no, know, I have never taken someone to jail that I honestly believe committed, or that I did not honestly believe committed the crime. In your heart of hearts, exactly. Were they found not guilty? I had a few found not guilty. That's gonna happen. No, no mistake on my own. Attorney not file? Absolutely. And it wasn't because they weren't guilty. It's because. A lot of the times I got told, case solved by arrest. They did their week in jail. It was a minor crime. They're like, look, you know, we're not we're not going through with this. It, it's all good. He doesn't have a record. He spent freaking four days in jail. We're good. Time served. It was and always, they just didn't prosecute it. It was always the stupidest cases that all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're... we're yeah, we're, we're jumping all we're, over this. We're on this one. Yeah, for sure. I literally had a... Well, number one, a stalking case out of a city, basically, it happened within 
you know, a quarter of a mile of our city, like inside the city, but 90% of it happened in the city next to us, but they kind of cross into our borders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other city wouldn't do anything. Mm. You know, so I'm like, all right, well, I'll file, get, a, capius. I'll file, yeah. I'll file a capius. A little north of us. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I'll file a capius mm-hmm. for stalking. Which is a request for a warrant for, for arrest. Okay, for stalking. And then the state attorney sends me a letter. Well, I need you to get a copy of the video surveillance from the apartment complex in the city north of us. So I'm like, well, it's not my jurisdiction. We'll have that jurisdiction do it, or you do it. Yeah. It's not my problem. Well, we can't proceed without this, but we need this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go do it. Yeah. And but it's like, you know. Like, how, many, how much are you paying your investigators for the state attorney's office? Right. And they've got several of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, listen, we gotta, we've got we've to. Wrap it up. Blow the tires on this pig because we've been uh, going on a little bit too long. So, um, guys, we very much appreciate each and every one of you watching the show. John, I can't thank you enough for co-hosting with us. Thank you very much, brother, all your insight and experience. It's been awesome, and thank you for your service to our country and for our community. Awesome. And, guys, if you like what you saw tonight, you know, whether you disagree or agree, that's okay. It doesn't matter either way. But if you kind of liked and it spurred some conversation in you, or you just liked the topic that we talked about or whatever, give us a thumbs up. We really appreciate it. And if you feel like that this is a channel for you and you'd like to get in on these discussions through the comments, hit that subscribe button and that little notification bell. Let you know every time we put out a new video. We really appreciate it very much. And uh, tell your friends too. And tell your friends. Absolutely. I got from all of that. us. At Surviving the Badge, I don't either, but we're still going to ching them. We still got your six. six.